You are now listening to a cutastic beat. Hell yeah, I want it all. I ain't really trying to play. Ignoring every call if it ain't about to pass. So I really got a ball. Coach put me in the game. Ever since I got involved, it never been the same. Hell yeah, I want it all. I ain't really trying to play. Ignoring every call if it ain't about to pass. So I really got a ball. Coach put me in the game. Ever since I got involved, What's up, everybody? This is DJ Sabotage, and welcome to A is a podcast. You already know, I, I, I'm not pointing anymore because I'm a talker with my hands. CCG Martin, how are you? Me. That's this guy. He's faced right here. <laughs> right we, got, here. we got my square. <laughs> and eat the cake 33X. How are you? Every, every time I get on here, my name is different. So last time we were going, it was Eat the Cake 33. The first time we got on here was Dre, and now it's got my whole government. Whole government. Not everybody going to be looking for me. I thought you got married or something. I was like, what is this? I I did. I got married to the streets. Ooh. Ooh. Keeping it it real. But I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. Oh, so what's been up with you guys? It's been been a few minutes. Any updates? Anything crazy in your lives? Uh, I will say this. I finally got my TikTok rolling and I love this shit. It was a blast. I'm tired of your TikToks. Like every time I turn around, your friend has posted a new video. And not only is TikTok (laughs) telling me that you posted a new video, you are sending me the videos that you are making. Yes. So I'm getting double notifications. Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. No, I, yeah, once I kind of dove into it, like it was so funny too, because like, uh, obviously my mom is always my biggest fan in anything I do, but she's like, yeah, with the whole TikTok thing, she's like, I really thought you get into that. I totally forgot in high school, like I was in our AV club. I did all of our editing for our videos. And like, once I started doing, it, I was like, man, this really isn't that hard. This guy, I feel like I did this before. My mom's like, yeah, you like did all the editing for your Mustang News Network in high school. I was like, oh, I forgot. I was 15. I didn't remember. So basically what you're saying, your video is going to be crispy and mine and Todd is going to be looking like, right. what the fuck? They ain't right. great. They ain't I'm great, gonna have, I'm working I'm gonna on have, I'm going to have great value. And what you going to have? All the brand, Todd? I would have that low quality video. It's always the low qualities. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. just, I'm ha- I'm mine, having is, mine is definitely going to be great value. No, Thank you I'm for gonna- that. I'm my favorite one it. is all those bees in your window. Thank you. I was about to. I was just about to mention that. Hilarious. All right. So, so Chris, is it is it bees? Is it yellow jackets? What, what, what is it? From yes. what I'm hearing from people, it's yellow jackets. I just kept yeah. saying bees. Then, yeah, I actually had people get a hold of me, and they're like, "You shouldn't kill bees." I'm like, "They shouldn't be coming in my house." So, okay. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, so I don't know. I took like a real close up picture of one, and a guy at work apparently he like. He's like, those aren't bees. They're probably either yellow jackets or a form of wasp. But I was like, they're dead. That's what they are. They bees. Listen, <laughs> they look like bees to me. They are bees. If it's got a stinger, it's got a bee. It's a bee. Listen, I, don't care. I, I dealt with those yellow jackets last year. And we thought we killed them. We dusted them off. That's why I asked you about what, you know, what they were. Right. And we found a queen like three months ago flying in her window pane downstairs in this bin, this <laughs> oh, basement. And uh, and we got to dust it again. So, so hopefully they out. They they I'll tell you what, man. They, they that was episodic is the only word if I can. It, if, it didn't, if it if that wouldn't have worked though, Taj, 
Chris knows how to use that phone. So just get the phone. <laughs> he phoned them damn things to death. And I'm watching this video cracking the fuck up. Oh, and then it's funny because God. he kept splitting over to different videos of people just like. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to kill some bugs, sir. Yeah. I, was a, I was all about it. And I felt your pain. I was like, yo. And then when you sealed, you sealed the gaps. I'm like, oh, gosh, don't seal the gap because I did it. And the guy was like, yo, don't do that. They will find a new home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they did. They, they, they yeah, became my, yeah, my laundry room. Oh. Uh, that's That was the window that they were flying into. So mm. when they couldn't get out, they came in. Yeah. yeah. So the cool thing. I, remember the, I think that was the second video you showed when they were inside the laundry room. And I was like, oh, hell, they back. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was five days of constant spraying, filling gaps. Fly swatter. I mean, literally just sitting there. Everything. The fly swatter as like two or three came out. Bah! Fuck out of here. <laughs> bah, bah. I, I, I wish I would have been recording then because I, I my face had to be a killer. Man, I would just, you would just see me like <laughs> just angry as hell. But yeah. yeah. No, I, I can really say that I enjoyed every last bit of that. Yeah, same. Thank you, same. I think same. the first, because I think you sent me the first one, but TikTok notified me about the second one. Yeah. So I'm when I got notified about the second part of it, I thought it was the same video. And I was like, wait a minute, this is a different area. <laughs> no, I right. I really I appreciate it, guys. Like I said, it just I don't know how these guys come up with ideas every day to post every them. day. Yes. Cause they like, have to, oh, man. And that's crazy. I think that sometimes oh. a lot of those people, it's not every single day. It's just that they make videos like probably all day, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that could not be. every day, <clears throat> yeah. but then they save them in their drafts and they just post them later. Because I got videos in my drafts that I ain't posted yet. I deleted like two of them. Right. No, yeah. I just, even that though, to come up with that, that content yes. and it constantly hit and be funny. Like yes. that call me Chris girl, everything she does is good. Even if it's yeah. not top tier, it's still like, man, that still has 1.2 million views and 3 million likes and it's like, damn, man, like to, I mean, if that's all you have to do, I guess, cool. You can look up ideas, follow trends, put your own twist on it. But yeah, man, for a, a, a dad or two that works, I'm like, I'm going to try to come up with something else that's funny and fun, but it's, it's time consuming. It, it was a yeah. little bit more than I thought, you know, especially with the, the cuts and the edits and the man, screen captures. And, look, yeah, the editing look. part is crazy because, like, I know y'all seen the one video on my page where I was dancing in that dress, just <laughs> acting stupid. I, first of all, it was so hard for me to try to dance off beat. I really, because <laughs> that's what I was trying to do. And I just didn't do it. And then I was like, I tried to make my hair look crazy. I don't think I accomplished accomplished it very well, but. My hair was all over the place. And then especially at the end when I was going like this. <laughs> but I'm like, look, this is hard because I did the little, you know, the little timer thing where it does like three seconds of music <clears> and then I did the timer and stop. Yeah, so when it stopped, yeah. I stopped dancing. And then I had to keep remembering that I'm dancing off beat. So when I went to the beat the next three seconds, I'm like, oh shit, I was dancing on beat. So I had to delete that part. <laughs> yeah. And do it again. Like <clears throat> it took me, and I think that was only like a one minute video. I don't even think it was a minute. It yeah. took me like 30 minutes to make that. Yeah. Because yeah, I got to fuck it up. But no, yeah, it is, it's time consuming. Yeah, kudos see, to the people that do it, man. That that's it's crazy how well some of these edits are. Yeah, yeah, like kudos to all the creators out there who's doing it like every day, like you said, and 
And kudos to the teenage dirtbag videos. <laughs> Jesus, do you <laughs> understand <laughs> how long that felt? <laughs> oh man, that like, was, was probably my favorite ones. You know what was crazy because. I was sitting there with the kids and shout out to all the single parents. I'm not a single parent, but shout out to all the single parents because Jesus is a lot to be dealing with and try to do your own stuff too. So yes, very time consuming. But anyway, trying to find videos that it's already like trying to find photos is already embarrassing enough because you look back and like, oh God, I did that. I I did the whole Jeff Hardy (laughs) fingers and all this random shit. But then you're like pictures you thought was cute, but really ain't. (laughs) Right. And then you go on TikTok because you know you old as hell, you trying to figure this out. And then you realize, oh, none of them is not popping up on beat. And then you had to go on YouTube Academy and then you realize some seven-year-old lady told you how it was. And was it like, the oh. same? Was it the okay. same old lady? Yeah, I thought an old, old lady, lady that was like, "Oh, do it like this," and then edit to here. And I'm like, "Oh, very interesting." Yeah. Ethel, so thank I don't, you. I don't know about the whole on beat thing, but I usually just like how I get my videos on beat. I just put the video on there, and then I go to the edit, and then I make it whatever that thing says that word times it just right or whatever. Yeah, and sound sync. That's what I did. Yeah, yep. sound sync. Yep. Yeah, sound sync. That's what but, I do. But what's funny because. This is the second time, Chris, this has happened, right? When we're both on vacation, and then on this moment, I'm sitting there trying to figure out my whole teenage dirt life, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> here comes Chris doing the exact same. I was like, yo, we're both on the same timeline right now. So yeah. I had, had to get you with the Justin Timberlake. Sorry. I was going to say I was a real big fan of your edit. Uh, that was a good follow-through. Good follow-through. <laughs> Speaking of which, follow-through and edits and videos, big shout-out to Reface. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. And shout out face. me too because I revived our battle, and then Taj decided he was gonna throw you in. I said, "Oh, okay, so we're gonna try to double you. team Drea." Okay, I got both got you, you motherfuckers. Those uh, profile <laughs> pictures, same motherfuckers. Y'all ain't gonna get me in no damn dancing video looking crazy. Well, I just Drea, I haven't, I haven't shown you all the videos I've made of you yet. I've been look, hanging on to. Even, it. Look, I'm scared. Right. Right. I'm afraid because literally I've tagged you in one fucking video. I go outside to unload three different trucks at work. Yes. I come back and there's like 20 tags <laughs> and this one and this one and this one and this and all literally everything was me. <laughs> this is how I was laughing. But it's my face though. It's not hot. I said, okay, I got you. That's oh. So I'm still so yeah, sitting on, I got like 16 more. And you know, and again, shout out to, to Reface. I don't know who knows they ever watch it, but right. shout out to Reface, uh, the Reface app where you can take a, a selfie of your face and it actually morphs into all the gifts and the videos of all these right. like famous moments. But I feel like uh, I should put some of mine on TikTok. I think I that's what we should do. I think so. And you know what's I, I funny? Kept a few. And you know what's funny? I don't even think Reface even thought about the fact of a Reface battle. Yeah, Dude. no. We are but having a battle right cause now. Because we, we first started it when I first started doing Reface just randomly. And then we were trolling. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, what app is that? I said, Reface. He said, bet. And next thing you know, he tagging me in everything. <laughs> I'm like, what did I just do? Oh, man. Man, this was back when me and Taj ain't had no life, so we was trolling each other. Yes. Absolutely. 
I just wanted to we tried Drea, each other for like two years straight. <laughs> I just wanted to show you the picture that I used because I wanted to Yes, please, yes. please do. I'm scared. I want to know too. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, that was not the that was not my choice. I, <laughs> yeah, girl. I, I found so that wholesome. I found that on Facebook. Yeah, because I was I like, that's a, the one. I was so wholesome. Really, I just went with like that. I just <laughs> I've noticed too if you take and upload pictures of like a plain face or like one that's edited it doesn't look that much like the person that's true. if you can get somebody showing an expression it's almost like the picture the video animates better yeah. with like an expression face so yeah, yeah like, like if, if I was to just say like if it was just like a picture like how you just took but I think in that picture my face wasn't just like plain the one that you had Taj I think if I was like just a plain stone face, it probably, like you said, it wouldn't because you know, on some of those videos when the mouth is moving, moving, I noticed that I had to change my picture because my mouth was not moving on some of the videos. Right? Like it was looking like this. I was oh like, yeah. No, I had some. Picture. I had some so, teeth coming out of my nose a couple of times. I was like, that didn't work. Yeah, the picture. That's funny. But yeah, uh, that app is fun. The app is definitely fun. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Reface. Yeah, we face. Like now, to get everybody's letters on Facebook, but it's okay. Now <laughs> I see we got some shirts. So, we ladies first, Gray, what you yes. got? What, what you? What I you knew have? I had a shirt on that that I didn't even think about that I had on. So you just said something, but it's a Star Wars. It's a Vader shirt. Oh, there we go. The mighty Vader. That's kind of cool. And shout out to James O. Errol Jones. He retired his voice as Darth Vader this year so shout oh, out to he? him yes mm-hmm. yes so yes. to add on to the star wars i got myself what? oh damn i didn't get the memo i didn't know oh. the, i didn't get the memo either <laughs> i listen i took a shower and i needed a shirt so i'll put this one on okay and then i just been wearing this all day so it's kind of sweaty but it's fine that's all right <laughs> so chris <laughs> over there i gotta save him for last yes. oh all oh, that. that. This is all oh, that. that. This is oh, all that. that. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, yes. I, I, I saw this one in the drawer, and obviously, with all the news of Coolio passing away, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, just that era, that generation. Yes. Uh, probably would have been even better if he would have done the All That song, but what an iconic song and iconic show. Right. Well, which yeah. led, which led. To Keenan and Kel, Kel. which yes. leads to the Coolio, like one of the best songs oh, ever. Yes. It's that theme oh, song. Yes. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh man. man I just love that that's, show. that's yeah, it it's it sucks to to hear, you know, the passing of Coolio. Yeah. Um, and in the way that he passed, you know. Yeah, um, man, that's crazy. Yeah, 59 yeah, definitely. That old. But no, I'm kind of glad that he was with somebody like he yes. was at somebody's house because what if he was by himself how long would it have been before somebody right. even found him and so and 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 with people that care because look yeah. I mean, he, he, he passed away the way he did and then they immediately called and did whatever they had to do um you know it's, it's I don't, sad i don't think they ever really said what it was but i think they said that it might have just been a heart attack i think it's a heart attack as well but um, still 59 is young yeah rest in peace to coolio man like that just it sucks you know what i mean like it sucks yeah. and it makes you go back and listen to his music again especially 
you know, the infamous Gangsta's Paradise, um, you know, see when you get there and one, two, three, four. That was you know, my jam, dude. Mm-hmm. Right so definitely shout out to, to his family on that end. Uh, he's a good musician. Um, good actor, yeah. too, actually. Super yes. underrated. Super he underrated. committed yeah. to roles, man. Yeah. Yes. He he was in an episode. Was it, it wasn't Bones. Bones had Snoop in it. But there was like a, a Tales from the Hood, I think, that he was in. And I remember watching it as a kid. I know kid. what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what he you're talking terrifying. about. He was terrifying. He played like a kind of like this butler crypt keeper kind of dude and he was just like it, it was it was cool but like he was just like <clears throat> people these kids are like all nerdy and shit oh my god what are we gonna do he's like shut the hell up <laughs> like, <"Fuck away." laughs> but i just remember like he like stopped at the door and looked back and kind of smiled and then you hear like monsters in the see like he was kind of like a monster in disguise as a human but it was like damn he was terrifying back in the day and yeah. you know i i agree he actually made the daredevil movie it was the director's cut i know we talked about this in earlier episodes but he was actually cut out of the film and they re-released it on dvd for the director's cut and his his story made up for the whole film i know um, i still need to so watch that so it, it sucks that they had to, to cut him out because it, it was definitely a big piece in the puzzle for matt murdoch so it sucks speaking of have you guys been watching she hulk Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm I, actually I like. Is there a new episode every week? Is that how they're doing it? Yeah, I think it's like every yeah. Thursday. Okay, yeah. so I haven't watched it since last week. The week Same. before last. I think I'm so, like a week behind. So I I'm caught up pretty much, but yeah, I've been yeah. watching it. It's it, like first it. it was kind of slow because I'm like, okay, y'all, come on now. Right. <laughs> right. But somebody already <clears throat> told me it was good, so I was like, I'm gonna keep watching it, and it's getting it's getting there. Yeah, for all the hate it's getting, I think it's great. I think it's yeah. a great new direction for Marvel to be like, let's just have fun. Yeah, Not everything right. has to be end game. I'm kind right. of I'm kind of sad though that it's only thirty minutes um, episodes though because yeah. I was hoping it was gonna be longer, but right. it's still okay. Honestly, the reason why I even watched it is because first Chris sent me another video, so I watched his video. <laughs> And you know, after you watch the video, you scroll up, there's another video, another video. So there's a guy on there, a black dude, who played She-Hulk. He is the body of She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, oh, and so okay. he, I guess people kept saying he was lying about it or whatever. He was like, lie. So he started showing like himself behind the scenes, how he was showing like the film being filmed or whatever, or the show being filmed behind the scenes. And then when they were putting the makeup on him and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God. So I was like, well, let me see what this She-Hawk is. Yeah. And I watched every last episode right then. Well, apparently awesome. Dare- Daredevil's going to be on there. Yes, I've nice. seen that. Uh, it's not Charlie Cox. Is it Charlie Cox? <clears throat> is that the actor who portrays Daredevil from the Netflix series? Ooh. Sure. I think that's his name. But I'm looking it up now. He's reprising his role, which he obviously did in Spider-Man No Way Home. Is that the last one? I just think it's funny that they keep having all yes, these people Charlie pop Cox. up for uh they keep having all these people for like one episode or two episodes. But it's funny because right before they started doing all these back-to-back cameos, she was like, Don't think this is gonna be a show where there's a cameo <laughs> from and then the next one, and then the next one, and then the next yep. one. Look, she was making the stallion. First of all, making the stallion was teaching She all kind of twerk. That was hilarious. 
And yeah. the reason why it was so funny to me is because she hawk like I told y'all, it's played by a man. That right. was a big ass black man, making <laughs> 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 the stallion in that office. So <clears throat> whoever's listening, just keep that in mind. Yes. No, nah, yeah. I love it. I love it. And actually, last week's episode, there is a <clears throat> not to give away spoilers, but there is a character called Manbull. And it is actually played and portrayed by a TikToker. Uh, it's the black oh. dude who's an albino. He's got like the crazy eyes. Oh. Kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if you've, you've seen him. Yeah. He he's the guy that played Manbull <clears throat> in She-Hawk. They reached out to him and just like, hey, your videos are hilarious. We got this small bit role for you. And he he nailed it. Like he was hilarious throughout the whole thing. But oh yeah, I need to watch it. I need to good. I need to catch it's up good. on my because I think I'm only like a week or two behind. Yeah. The <laughs> last one was really, really good. So but yeah, I'm I'm so tired of everyone just hating everything. Like yes, that you know, She Hawk's catching a lot of heat. Uh, Dahmer's catching a lot of heat. Uh, like, can we? Dahmer. Just... Have y'all seen Dahmer? Am I no, the only I one that watched it? No, I watched, watched it. Okay. Going All right. Through. So without without spoilers, I mean, Dre, what you do you really think? Can't spo- you can't really <clears throat> spoil anything yeah, because I mean, we know you. what happened. So yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to me. To me, to be honest with you, the 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 lot of hate. I I don't know how you're getting a lot of hate from a uh, a story that's over what 25, 30 years old. It's almost like if Netflix bought the Amy Fisher story and all the wives are out and getting mad. Like yeah. that, that doesn't make well, any sense. You're trying to boycott I, a, a film. I don't think that they're mad at Netflix for. I mean, I don't think there's really hate against the story because we already know what happened. Everybody was there. The problem is when they dig up stories like this, because this is like the 100th Dahmer story. Right. But the problem is every single time somebody takes these types of stories and remake them, even if it is only for entertainment purposes, the victims have to relive this shit every single time. And the problem with this is even just because this is a public story and everybody knows what happened, like, of course, we don't know what happened behind the scenes unless there was some type of interview. So everything that's in the story is literally, I mean, it's not 100% accurate, of course, because nobody knows really what happened behind the scenes unless it was like an interview. Right. But the problem is, since it's public knowledge and the, Police reports, or not the police reports, but I mean, the police reports are public too, but the court proceedings and all that stuff was public. They don't have to ask permission from anybody. Right. Now, the difference though, like remember back in the day when everybody was trying to make this Aaliyah story, I think it was Lifetime trying to make an Aaliyah story. Yeah. They They could still make that story, but they were not allowed to use any of her music. Right. Yeah. This is different. They can, all of this was public. They didn't need permission from victims. They don't need permission from Dahmer's family or anything because it's all public knowledge. That's why everybody has a problem. Like, if there was a way to, I think, say something, like, at least give the family a heads, the families of the victims a heads up. Like, by the way, we're about to make this. They don't do that because they don't have to. Right. That's why everybody is so upset. Right. No, I don't really think it's safe, but I mean, I thought this, I thought it was really good. Because, like, the actor that plays Dahmer, he's one of my favorite actors from yeah. American Horror Story. He, first of all, plays creepy so well. <laughs> so well. And I love him. 
But the problem that I have with his acting is the voice of Dahmer is so not right at all. Not yeah, even I close. agree with that. He yeah. just sounded like he had something in his mouth the whole time. But I don't think that uh I don't think that he really probably studied who Dahmer was, maybe. Like I think he just studied the story, but not exactly who he was or how he talked, because <clears> I think <throat> that if he actually like watch the court proceedings because shoot ever since Dahmer came out they got all the the court proceedings they even had the one the victim that not the one who ultimately got away but a different victim I think it was no it was the one who ultimately got away the one that got him caught the one that ran out and said hey he's trying to kill me or whatever right they had on Facebook they had his full testimony on Facebook the whole 30 minutes of it um I was like this is crazy but it was totally different, and because I know you've seen the memes, like I already know, I know that you did watch it, Chris. But I know you've seen the memes. And <laughs> oh yeah, and shit. with him right. holding up the code. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> and that's the part I was just about to touch on. So I know, and I'm just making sure you've seen that meme. So his original testimony, he said that he claims, I should say, that he was that he's not gay, and that he wasn't going to do all this other stuff. He he asked him. Uh, he he didn't even meet him in a bar. He he said that him and his friends were outside somewhere smoking. But in the story, he met him in the gay bar, right. and he is gay, and he was going to take pictures, and he was going to do all this other stuff. They made it seem like dude was twerking in his living room in the show. Dude was fearing for his life by pissing himself because dude got a knife to his fucking side and stuff like this. It's right. crazy. So I think that what people, a lot of people, got to understand is. This story is not 100% accurate. Right. And right. you can check that though, but it's still a good story. I think that if, and it's a lot of people too, don't even know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Yeah. Right. Because this stuff happened in 91. I was six years old. I remember it. Like I knew that he was a cannibal. I didn't mm-hmm. know who a cannibal was when I was six, but I knew he was a cannibal. I didn't find out probably till after this whole thing where he went to prison that he was what a cannibal was. <clears throat> but a lot of people, if you, was born in 91 you probably don't know who Dahmer is anyways right but like I said this ain't the first movie the problem is the families in the in, of the victims and his family too like his brother I just found out that his brother um changed his name his last name is not Dahmer anymore probably yeah it's a I, name I don't no, blame he him cha- he yeah. changes he changed his last name I don't blame but him it, but his family was so fucked up. I can't wait till you watch this, Chris, because you're going to see how fucked up his family. But yeah. one thing that I did <laughs> like about this story that's different from all the other Jeffrey Dahmer movies and stories and documentaries is it's literally focused on all the victims' families. Like, yeah, yeah at the beginning, they kind of tell the background of how, you know, he came about or whatever, like the first couple episodes. And of course, every episode is something about him either killing somebody or drugging somebody or whatever. But most of the focus is on the victims, on the um, the neighbors who tried to help. Like, it's literally just based on the victims. One thing that I did not like about this is they try, it seems like they tried to get sympathy for him. Like, oh, he had a troubled past. Fuck that dude. I had a troubled past. Am I eating people? No. Right. <laughs> Say, oddly enough, um, I think it was my sophomore, junior year of high school, I actually had to do a um a book report on like we got to pick whatever subject we want a lot of people did celebrities or movies mm. i did mine on serial killers which got my mom and calls and i had to meet with That's... the guidance counselor and all that stuff. <laughs> oh my god come on man but what it, they thought in 2022 I, yeah. that wouldn't happen though because it's right. fine right. they so thought like i had this like fascination with death and stuff but it what really wasn't 
what it was was that I had been watching a documentary about serial killers and they were talking about the similarities of psyches between multiple ones. And I just found that really intriguing that mm. between Ed Gain, Charles Manson, Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, I can't hold remember. on, Chris. Hold on. I, I, I will let you finish. But uh, my wife came in while we in the middle of talking about Dahmer. She heard she my told voice. Me to, she told, she my she voice. told me to drink She's this. Like, she told me to drink this. Oh, don't be blood. Don't be blood. I'm scared. <laughs> is that it's green blood. cheese? It's blood. How has wine? Blood. What kind of wine is it? It's blood. Like it's blood. I was going to say, it tastes like Roger scriptures. Sure. Yeah. That's if I fall asleep, y'all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gonna fall I drank asleep. half of it. You ain't going to die. And then she goes, <laughs> she, she, yeah, she drank half of it before she put the, the juice in there. That's right. right. The, the juice. juice. The juice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just, I think it's crazy that, yeah, there's, there's some kind of social impact that happens, especially with with young children and young men and women that they start showing the same behavioral patterns when it comes to serial killers, mainly which starts with like harming small animals, keeping the bones for ritualistic beliefs, thinking that they're gaining power. I did a whole, like I said, like uh dissertation on it and it was a really cool thing. The teacher completely understood it, but yeah, word got around like Chris was writing about serial killers and then it became like a thing. So, but I still like, I love, it's not that I love the idea. It's the concept of it. Uh, behavioral <clears throat> patterns. I'm really into Right. I like right. seeing like some people, I, I love whenever I can see something where like people don't even understand that they're part of a subgroup because of how they act or they behave or their, their man. And don't tell them that because they'll get mad. They yeah. Like but it's, it's true. And I think there's <laughs> something, there's something underlining about it. That's always intrigued me. Like there is some larger connection that we all have as individuals for the larger group of like humankind, you know? So, so besides the traumatic events and uh, besides the PTSD, do you think since you're talking about um, serial killers and stuff, do you think or believe it has something to stem from childhood? In almost every major case that I've looked into, it always starts at childhood. It's usually two things a a lack of acknowledgement and feeling abandoned and the way to not only regain control but to feel loved now what i can't explain to you is how that psyche works like how someone justifies oh when i kill this person all's better and you know again some people some serial killers do it for literally notoriety which unlocks a whole new door of like Almost with this generation right now. Yeah. Look at all the active shooters. Yes. They're literally saying they'll remember me now. Right. Yep. Like for it, it, all, it all stems from literally not being acknowledged as a child or recognized as an individual or a person. Um, because again, not all of them come from like broken homes. Like, right. You know, I think, and it's been so long now, but I feel like Jeffrey Dahmer came from a mother father household because I yes. remember yes. reading accounts of, his father getting extremely angry. He kept finding bird bones and squirrel bones and cat bones yes. mm-hmm. in this little cigar box that he was burying in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, but then somebody like um, John Wayne Gacy came from, I believe, a single mother home where he was abused. So it's not necessarily. I don't that think dude, the, that dude is touched on in the movie too. I mean, yeah, I heard he's, he's just 
like a small little section. But yeah. Netflix has a whole documentary special on him. I said, I'm not watching that. It's See, <laughs> and and I I was thinking to. about that as well. Well, Inside Edition today uh, showed a like some unseen footage that they had from their interview back then with Dahmer, and Dahmer said that before he decided to like eat them, he kind of kept them as a way of like keeping them close. So yeah. when he said that, it kind of got me thinking. I was like, well, is it because of abandonment? Is it because yeah. of, of you know, that kind of a situation? And then it kind of makes sense with the show how he was, he had him there. Like, he had him there. And then he ate him. He had a control, which, he had control of the situation is what it was. Right. Yeah. And then he ate him. It's, it's almost like what Chris said is more like a ritual thing. It's like, you eat them and they're part of you. Like, you for, it's forever being part of you, which is crazy yeah thing to think about it in a normal state of mind but in that case that's why i asked like you know besides the traumatic events or besides the ptsd because that's that's another spider web of of psychic kind of things but when it stems from childhood you start seeing some of that pieces come together pretty boldly you know? Yeah, I'll spend hours, days. I mean, like, I don't have a life. Y'all see how many refaces I can do in a day. Like, I got, <laughs> I got time. But I have always been fascinated by the human mind and what it can do. Me and too. which I, is why I have I'm a sure, psychology same. degree, right? And I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've all seen um, uh, Split, right? Yeah. Do you remember when they were explaining that like split personalities can bring out different attributes of the body? You can even become stronger. I was like, there ain't no way. Yeah. Yeah, there is. There, there is. are actual documented cases of people with split personalities gaining muscle mass, literally their body almost morphing to be able to lift more, run faster, gain skills they've never even learned. Like, yeah, because like, we don't use all of our brain. Right. No. Like, well, we use all of yeah. our brain, but uh, see, I that was another thing. In people always like, you only yeah. use you only use this part. No, you use the no. whole thing. Not all the synapses in the brain are firing right. all the time. Right. And Some so, works like like yeah. the fight or flights and and I don't know what just happened. And I just started to run fast and that kind of right. runs. Yeah. Well, right. the, the biggest one is the um the mama bird. You know, a kid's trapped in a car and a mother can find the strength out of nowhere to flip the car right. over yes. and get their child yes. out. Yes. That yes. that is the stuff adrenaline that fascinates me. Right. I I will spend hours looking and reading and looking into this shit because there are just documented cases where people do superhuman shit. And then no one can explain why. And then, like I said, when the split personality thing came out, I was like, there's no way that that's true. There are like multiple documented cases of people yeah. gaining attributes yes. with the split personality. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. really makes you wonder of all the, the arguments we have about, you know, political parties or should we go into space? Should we dig into the sea? We should be digging into our own heads. Yes. yes. There's a, a lot of unlocked shit in there. <laughs> like, yes. there's nothing but like, potential. So, have y'all ever heard of what people were saying? Like, all these movies that they come out with, like superheroes and stuff like that. They're like, I wonder where they got all these ideas. I really think that, I mean, I can't really say that everybody's got a superpower. I ain't going to go that far. But I feel like there's stuff that, like you said, stuff that people can do that they don't even think about. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying it's a super, super power. And the whole thing where you were just talking about a mom flipping a car over to save their kid. Right. I'm not saying that's a superhuman power. We could probably all do that shit. Yeah. We just never had to. Yeah. Right. I was just literally just having a conversation with somebody where my friend, he was saying something about uh, 
something about one of his family members and he and how he thinks or doesn't think about a certain thing. I said, that's because he never had to. If you never had to do something, then you're never going to do it. Mm-hmm. So well, you don't know if you'll be able to do it or not. I'm pretty well, sure that all mm-hmm. of us could probably pretty much do shit that we've seen before, Thank but you. we don't think that we can do it because we never had to. Yeah. I ain't never had to flip a car over. I ain't never had to pick up a big-ass tree to save nobody. I ain't never had to push a car out the street or no, you know, nothing crazy like that. It sounds crazy just talking about it, but if you actually did it, you'd be like, well, it's really not that crazy because I did it. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of examples of the brain actually limiting what we can do for self-preservation. Yeah. Like, I think I was reading somewhere, like, you can't actually stub your own toe on purpose. Your body instinctually always pulls the foot back at the last second. Uh, I think it was the same thing with, like, the funny bone. You can only, like, hit your funny bone when you're not trying to. Right. If you're intentionally trying to, that nerve nerve hides behind the bone. Right. It's, It's just little things like that. It's like, this guy's running this way more than we give him credit for. Right. right. Yeah. You know, the same with like you can't bite through your tongue. You can bite your tongue, you know, and I'm sure there are people that have chewed through their tongue, but your body instinctually pulls the tongue back as you speak, as right. you, your teeth chompers are going this fast. Right. And we don't think about it. Same with exactly. breathing. Exactly. We yeah. don't think about breathing. The brain's just like, you need to do that so I can right. keep going. It just but goes. It the, just right. goes. The, the potential up there is just limitless in that that thought process that idea of like and i'm sure i'm not the only one i'm sure that they've had these thoughts for years and there's some guy digging in someone's skull right now trying to figure out how do we unlock that thing i mean again like you said about movies i always i always really like this theory too um the theory that like when somebody's always like well where did steven spielberg come up with et and it's the fact that somebody somewhere has met or experienced something right same with like robots you look at transformers Okay, well, what they didn't know is that the, the Chinese were actually trying to build gigantic robots for the military defenses. Somebody mm-hmm. talked, said something, got the idea rolling. So the idea for like aliens, sea serpents, mythical creatures, it either comes from writing or whatever, but then everybody's like, where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Right. I think it's the same kind of thing. It's like, where do we get a movie? I can't remember what the movie was called with uh, Bradley Cooper, but like you could take a pill and like you're smarter, you're faster. You Limitless? Can... Limitless. Okay, yes. thank you. Yeah. Okay, that means that it's happened. We already know things like Adderall affect the mind and help you with memory, alertness, Mm -hmm. things like that. So you're telling me that's legal. That's on the street. Right. What is the stuff we don't know about? Right. And there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Yeah. It's out there. So I think the human brain is such a fascinating thing that we literally probably know this much about. I mean, we understand how it does what it does for us but we don't understand its limitations or possibilities right and so i think that that's was because what, we never had to never right. had to yeah <laughs> but i think we that's never what, had to yeah, that's what drew me into like serial killers i'm like what is it like what is that break or that divide because every serial killer almost is, feels just like i won't say justified but they've compartmentalized what they do to be acceptable to them and even right. when they're caught they're like i'm aware what i did is wrong and fucked up Right, I'd still do it because, like, when I do something fucked up and see, I feel like shit. My conscience takes over. I'm like, God damn it! Right. I gotta apologize or I've gotta make amends. Um, they there's just a part of them missing that doesn't, that, you know. And there are others that aren't apolog that are not apologetic. Charles Manson never apologized. <laughs> Ted Bundy never apologized. They were like, you just be glad you caught me when you did. Like, right. so so speaking of that? that, so 
Dahmer, he was apologetic. And he was, yes. He, and he wanted to die, and they wouldn't kill him. Right. So, but, but the thing is, he wanted the electric chair. And if I remember right, they didn't have the electric chair, or either they didn't have the death penalty back then, or something like that in Wisconsin. Well, he got a broom handle, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so since, since we're, uh, we're talking about the mind and emotions and how things trigger, which is a good segue, Kanye, yay, West. We got to go there. We got to go there now because he is currently doing this? at this time hosting random wild stuff. Now, now, I'll let y'all talk. I, I, I have an idea, but Chris, you go first. <laughs> do you, I mean, I can I can just go and y'all can just, you know, I mean, you, I'll tell you what you go first because okay. <clears throat> and here's why you okay. already know where I stand. With yes, Kanye. absolutely. Change. I'm gonna Stephen Crowder. You change my mind. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Even you're like I can't. There's no way. No, no, like, oh. and you know that's that's the crazy thing because a lot of people aren't at this point. Everyone's just like, you know what? Even Diddy is like, yo, that's my man. But there's there's a limit. There's a point, and I believe that. I I completely agree with that. Yeah. There's a lot of elements there, and his man. And, let's and not even talk past, about Diddy yet. Wait till, and that, wait till we get to Diddy. Oh, but go ahead. But uh, go ahead. and and I think at this point there's no defending him at this point. And his past, his his parents, um, you know, his his mom passing. I think he's past that. Um, personally, uh, personally, I feel like he is he's saying a statement. But in Kanye fashion, he's not telling people what it is. Like, because he had an issue with Adidas. He had an issue with Gap. Um, he's claiming that Adidas and Gap are stealing his, his ideas um, and not putting him in the boards. He's always been fighting for being um, part of the table, and he's not. He hasn't been. And he's been struggling with that, especially as a Black man. I'm putting in quotations. Um that he's not being able to be presented. So for him putting out that white lives matter is a statement of saying something, but he's not saying it. He's going off rail, pointing at every person he has a target with, but he's not physically saying like, this is the reason why I'm saying black lives matter. And that's that's my part of how I feel with him is like, you're, you're wanting to say it wanting to do it but you know you having fun pissing people off that's what and, he does he's a and, troll. and you know that this is working because of the whole taylor swift thing okay you want me to be the bad guy here of me being the bad guy the thousand one percent unapologetic but the problem is after a while no one's not going to follow we we followed you this whole time we kind of you know, help defend you. Now it's like, bro, like, well, where you I'm gonna have to it? go ahead say and it. I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead and say that I ain't never tried to defend his ass. Now, what I did say is the way that he was acting at first, because like you said, he's past his mom dying. At first, when he was acting up, especially with the whole Taylor Swift thing, he was drunk as fuck. First of all, on that right. stage, yes. and this was like right after his mom died. 
So of yep. course that was all about his mom. Then he finally started putting it into his music. His mom, he misses mom. I wish I would have did this, and I wish I would have did that. And honestly, I'm not even gonna say that he's past his mom's death. No, he's, he's not. not. He's he not. made a whole album with her name on it. So he, I know that he's not past any of it, no. and he's definitely. But I don't think that this whole white lives matter thing. I don't think that that has anything to do with his mom whatsoever, or. No his psychological issues with his mom's death or anything like that. And two, um, I believe that he did get some form of counseling, like grief counseling or something based on that. I mean, it wasn't what Kim wanted. Cause remember back when she was trying to get him committed and he wasn't trying to go. Right. I think right now he's just trying to put himself back in the news because he's not relevant. If you think about it just a few weeks ago, I want to say, was it Courtney Kardashian or one of them people was like, stop talking about my family. Keep my, Chloe. keep our name, keep, keep my name out. Keep my family's name out your mouth. Stop posting about us. We don't care about you. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever she was saying, that's not what she said. I'm making shit up. So anyways, <laughs> before somebody <laughs> said it, before somebody come back and say, she didn't say that. I know she didn't shut up. I don't follow them. I'm just saying that <laughs> after at like, you know, that was two weeks ago. And then he pops up with this white lives matter shirt. And did you see, I know that you see Lauren Hill's uh, daughter wore the shirt too. Right. So then she's talking about, she's got her own little message. She's like, well, y'all are thinking, y'all always want to make it about black and white and stuff like that. I'm like, girl, shut the hell up, because who are you? So my problem is with the whole white lives matter, which is a lot of people's problem, is people keep saying that all lives matter and white lives matter and blue lives matter. We know all that shit. Okay. The problem is that nobody seems to know or understand that black lives also matter. If they did, we wouldn't even have to say that black lives matter. Y'all wouldn't even <clears throat> forgot about our asses. Cause if you have y'all ever seen that video where this, I think it was a professor or it was a class, but I don't know if the lady hurt herself was a professor. I think she was just like a guest in the, in the room or something. But she said, raise your hand if you want to be treated like a black person. And nobody oh, yeah. raised their hand. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Why is that? See, Because black lives don't matter. See, well, well, Chris and I had this conversation in a, in a previous episode. So those who want to listen to the audio, we have it. Um, I think my feeling... A lot of fans on that one. Too. Yeah. And you know, and you know, there was one thing I did agree with not necessarily Kanye, but everyone else about the whole Black Lives Matter movement is the fact that it is a scam. But I agree. But, but, but the, the previous episode that we talked about, what I was saying was there's always a a real meaning to an organization. Yes, I like, did turn with, my bottle upside down in case y'all wonder. with with the me too movement there was a real meaning behind it there's always the second group there's always a group that's there to always derail it fuck it up whatever and in the black lives matter there's a meaning behind it and my meaning behind black lives matter stems a little bit deeper than just saying that hey we matter it's not about the fact that we matter as a statement is it or e- an emotion? Oh, yeah, it's, very, it's, it's, it's more of a historical meaning. It's yeah. it's more of the justice system meaning. I'm not talking about cops. I'm just talking about the system itself. Right. Is we the are government. we are below the barrel. I'm talking. You move the barrel 
and you got the you got the worms, you got the maggots, you scoop them over, you you dig it down 20 down feet, and then there we are. Yeah, and that's everything. Underneath every second all the caskets of, and all that stuff right, under there. Every <laughs> second of someone of color, every second of their life, they're either in fear or they are disturbed or they are scared. They are don't matter if it's the mailman, if it's the neighbor, if it's, you know, someone driving by, it could be yep. their work, it could be their school, it could be their sleep. They, we are constantly being watched, followed, and are assumed as a threat. And the reason that we're assumed as a threat for those who didn't, you know, listen to the previous, the day after Blacks were freed, we were already placed as negative in the newspaper that's the only way that you get your media was through the newspaper and right. immediately they said that we are monsters we are mm -hmm. rapists we will steal and you know we were all these things and then police happened and then that was also a way to to enslave us incarcerate us and all that stuff so they were using that as a, some sub law Google it there, but <laughs> stems up to now. It's still the same way. We we are getting the paid less. Is, Black women are getting paid less, along with the rest of the women. So don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't right, do that. Somebody say something. <laughs> okay, I know, I know. But that's where Black Lives Matter meant is the fact that yo, we matter to your guys' system <clears throat> too. We matter in this place called world we can help each other out but you're not letting us in so therefore we're screaming at you that we matter in the face of it if you put us in the program bet we're making everyone money that's so, the part so history history because Taj Taj definitely definitely misspoke police exist because they needed people to catch the slaves those there were police those were the police the only reason why we have police today is because the sole purpose for police officers were to catch runaway slaves. And yeah. the whole reason why tipped employees are tipped is because it was a way to keep, after the slaves were freed, it was a way to keep Black people underpaid, which is why Black people are still underpaid. Yep. So now America is so used to police that we just kept the police and what are the police doing they still harassing black people they now before anybody say something shut up i know they harass a lot of people but they harass black men the most black people the most anybody that's a brown from a foreign country the most so it's literally police are for minorities they expect for anybody who looks white because i'm not going to say white people because there are a lot of black people i know black people i have family members that are black that look white so i'm not going to say that it's all white people that are good to go because some black people are too they, if they just happen to be lucky enough to look white but <clears throat> the police still exist because of slavery and the reason why waitresses and waiters and anybody who gets tipped only makes two three dollars an hour is because that's how much black people made back in the day. I mean, they didn't make that much, but they made pennies compared to everybody else. And drive-throughs were invented as well to keep the blacks <laughs> from coming into the restaurants. Because they weren't allowed to come inside at all. Right. 
some restaurants let you come through the back, but they didn't let you come into the back. You had to go get your food in the back of the restaurant. Right. They handed it to you. You were yeah. not allowed to sit at nobody's table. You weren't allowed to come through the front door. They didn't want anybody seeing black people walk into any respectable white owned establishment. Well, Dre, let me let me ma- let me mansplain something to you real quick. Mansplain. First of all. I love mansplaining. <laughs> Go ahead. I just want you to know. You said, you know, hey, I know black people. Okay, that's my line. That you don't take that from <laughs> I know. me. Okay, I know black people. You is black people. You is okay. black people. <laughs> you know You're like, I know black people. I'm like, you is black. I, people. I do. I know, I know the black <laughs> yeah, that whole like I know black people thing. That's mine. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize, and I'll never do that again. <laughs> So, no, so, so go ahead chris go ahead chris no you guys are right on everything like and that's the thing is like uh you know me and taj have had many conversations about this and i always had this fear of getting labeled as like the woke white dude but uh it just is what it is i mean to keep it short and simple of a couple factors that i think of when i think of black lives matters for one the fact that there had to be a response to the comment black lives matter is the exact reason why we needed to make the statement in the first place People don't seem to understand that. It was like, you make the comment, Black Lives Matter. And if everyone just went, yeah, cool. Yeah, fuck it. Black Lives Matter. It would have been gone in a week. It was the fact that instantly everybody would be like, oh, no, no. That, that's, why, no. that's why it needed, then, then yes. boom. Right there is why it needed. That's yes. why it needed. I think, I think too, it's because they called it a movement. And when something is called a movement, it's threatening. Just like mm. the Black Panther movement. Mm. They were they were all like Nazis compared to the KKK. Like, are you serious? Mm. <laughs> I, you know what? I had this conversation with somebody. I'm, I'm not going to speak the name because she didn't put anything out. So I'm not going to speak. But um, <laughs> it's the sense of value. It's a sense of worth. And I feel like, because this this always bothered me. Like, we can't talk about religion. We can't talk about sex. And we can't talk about race, especially with race, right? And it always bothered me, even when I was a teenager and and I was in a room with, you know, Dayton Wiccan and I I walked into her house. And every time I walked into her house, her dad will will uh, uh, watch a clan's documentary every time we walk in the house. And the mom, facts. And the mom would say, hey, I have I'm a KKK card. <laughs> don't go ahead. It's funny. I mean, and, and the mom would come up and tell me straight to my face every single time, hey, I have the KKK card. Do you want to see it? And I'm like, yes, yeah, I do. Sense. Which robe do you have? You have the white, you have the black, you have the red. Which <laughs> no, one is it? Which tier are you, baby? Which tier? Do your shoes I need to know. Yeah. Do you have the matching Pumas shoes? and Nikes. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you Sketches. Do yes, it's the S. Like, like uh, yeah. the you know damn well. It's, it's, it's but... all New Balances. It's the it's a David Coles. It's a David. <laughs> that's like, a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of Crocs right there. Damn. Right. You got red, black, and white Crocs. Good for you. I love it. I fucking but love it. I always wonder, and and it dawned on. It's the value. It's the worth of the value, right? Whenever someone says anything black, no matter, no matter what it is, Black Panther, Black Lies, whatever, somehow there will be one person feeling a little bit weird about it and say, no, 
what about us right for example february always happens well where's our yes white history month why are you putting a value on it they have the end you shouldn't have a value if we had an all-white group then we we call but y'all do it's called the kkk but but that's what i'm saying it they they somehow racism right is status of value meaning oh no you are not worth a dollar you're worth 0.0001 of a penny how are you going to feel like a dollar i'm a dollar because of that's how it feels it feels like a worth yeah some of this stuff is is messed up because the reason why the naacp even exists is just because black people didn't have any type of defense in courtrooms or anything naacp stepped in to help with that they had educated black people because they knew the poor black people didn't have enough education to understand the court system. None, some of them never went to college. They don't know what the hell's going on. They just got pinned for whatever the heck they're trying to say that they did. They don't know none of that stuff. The Black Panthers even exist for government assistance. Back in the day, there was no welfare. Right. The Black Panthers raised money for the Black community to get food, to get education, to get clothes, to make sure that everybody was eating. Because there was no government assistance. The only reason that especially white America wants to keep black America oppressed is fear. And it's not, it's not actual fear of like, Oh, well, if black people, you know, not afraid of them being gangsters or criminals or anything like that, they're they're afraid that if black people get into power, they will treat white people the way that white people treated black people. Yes. That's what they're afraid of. The problem with that statement is black people love everybody. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, that's where that. And I see you laughing times. But quit fucking playing because I know you love everybody. So no, it's true. Like you will take, and it don't matter. Like you can even ask somebody's grandma right now. Like both my grandmas are are dead now, but like my grandma, my grandma uh, on my mom's side literally fed the entire neighborhood, Mm -hmm. the entire fucking neighborhood. They ain't even had no damn money, but she made sure she made enough food for every child. Every adult in the neighborhood, if they was hungry, they come over to the plate. Yeah. And it didn't matter what color they was. Most yeah. of them little kids at our house was white. No, like I yeah. said, it's not like, a justified. Most of them was white. So there is literally, I don't understand why people, and it's not just, and for real, sadly, it's not just white people who no, don't it's care not. for black people. <clears throat> No, it's you not. You got plenty of other people who don't care for black people at Thank all. you for clarifying that. And you want to know what's worse? Somebody come over from the continent of Africa. Notice I said continent because I don't want nobody to be saying that Africa is not a country. I know it ain't. I'm glad y'all finally caught up. So anyways, (laughs) we come from the continent of Africa with any type Uh, of accent. They didn't even got to come from Africa. They come from Britain. They come from England and have any type of accent. And automatically they come over here. They African. They are they are less than a black person. You are worse than a black person. You are worse than an African American person if you are from Africa. If you are a black person with any type of accent that ain't a country accent or something from America, you are less than a regularized black person. And that's pretty bad because we you see what we're going through already. Yeah. Well, no, like I was <laughs> saying, like 
that fear of shit happening to white people if black people ever came in power it's not justified but it's funny because the same people that spout like you know your kkk your you know your heavy right wingers that call people snowflakes and say to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and yeah get out of your safe spaces that right they they do nothing but live in a, a life of fear and that yeah. fear is honestly being treated how they treat other people. That's why That's they it. shoot you know, before they, before look, they at, look. Look at these you motherfuckers know? that got told to put on a mask to go into a restaurant. Lost their fucking minds because they were told to do something. That's, yes. When I tell yeah. people this, I'm like, this is what privilege is. When well, you are so privileged that, that when the vaccines, you have to don't do forget something. A, don't forget about the vaccines. Yeah. Mm. It's like, or, hey, or you if should you, do something. If you, make me, if you make me get a vaccine, I'm quitting my job. Sir, yes. we, we said it's optional. Calm down. First of all, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know people that left places because they wanted the, to get the vaccine. Like, they're right. like, you can you, you can only work X amount of days or you can be a part of this team or that, that mm-hmm. team. And people quit. And it's like, Again, if I, I can't, you know, you that. got the right to do that, but I wish I could do some shit like that because I can't. Right. But I'm just, yeah. that's why I try to tell people, I'm like, if you don't, if you can't understand privilege, then the fact that there are literally people in this world that were asked to do the simplest thing, just asked, not told. Not now. Here's the thing, too. People are like, oh, well, I couldn't go in the grocery store because I wouldn't wear a mask. Okay. That's not you being told to wear a mask. That's saying, hey, you got to wear the mask. Or you can't do this. It's completely different. Yes. Right. You weren't even told to do something. You were just told you can't do something if you don't play along right that's it so right. it's like cool you can take your ball you can be pissy and go home and they right. still wanted to throw a goddamn fit about it right and then have the balls and audacity to again call people snowflakes and with their safe spaces and they they're the most scared people in this entire world they are terrified you know what's crazy this change that you said that uh you know i i get people like literally when i when i leave work or you know go use the restroom whatever and i have a guy like maybe 15 feet 20 like 20 steps away from me like literally i have to run to get to him right the one glance that he see that i'm behind him he's literally walking just <laughs> just watching me i'm like bro i'm like first off we at work i ain't gonna try to come up and, and just go at you but right at I'm some point, get, I, I kind of wish I, I would trip over my own foot and like, see the guy go, right. like, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious no. to see, people, see people the actions weird. they use, man. No, it's but so it's, annoying because, like I said, I've never had to experience it. I've only observed it. It's and the worst feeling, bro. So oh, God forbid I put braids in my hair and go to work. Yeah. I mean, at my job, it don't matter. But, you know. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not. Putting yeah. put braids in your hair is like, it's not, it's not right. Like my hair right now is very acceptable because it's straight. Yeah, oh yeah, no. the braids situation is fucking hilarious. I get it every time. Like even when I DJ, they, the first thing they see is the braids, and then like, and then I play some, you know, Conway Twitty, and all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> he knows, he knows that. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, Shit, if you say hi, we could talk. Like. <laughs> I, I've literally I've made the, I've made the joke for years, but it's not even a joke when somebody's like, "Chris, you know, how did you find success in this?" Or do I'm like, I'm white and I have blonde hair and blue eyes. I literally had every fucking advantage from the second I popped out the womb. Like, yeah. I look, I literally just have the look of somebody you want in your company. I I'm not pretty enough to be on a poster, but I'm just saying, in a warehouse basic setting, they're like, young guy, all American, love it, line it up. 
Yeah. I don't know what it's like to have a disadvantage. And I, yeah, I, right. I, hate when, I hate when people say this shit. They're like, hey, I grew up poor too. I'm like, you think that's what this is? You yeah. think this is a poor, rich? Th- no, I grew up poor. This ain't got nothing to be, this Still, ain't got nothing yeah. to do with being poor. Still, you put me in a lineup with a whole diverse group of people. I am 6'1, I am 220 pounds, blonde hair, blue. I'm goddamn Captain America of Lima, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> Who isn't looking at that cat and being like, Mm, bring him over here real quick. I, one one thing but, that I did not do is grow up poor, but I know that growing up that you weren't allowed to say shit. Yeah. But I what I can appreciate about now 2022 is you I I can if somebody say something crazy to me I can snap back. Yeah. But back in 1990 right. I'm fired. Yeah, this is true. 80s through <laughs> early 2000s was a very different time. The, the 2000s honestly. We really don't. We always talk about like the '80s had a, a, a setting. The '90s really kind of had a theme to them, you know. Which the '90s right. was a crazy ass blend. The 2000s really was the best cultural melting pot time between 2000 2010. You started yeah. seeing more black, Hispanic, Asian lead actors, actresses, and TV shows. Right. I mean, yeah, you got to think Friends, Beverly Hill, 90210, uh, you name it. Married with Children, white, 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 white. All of a sudden. Yeah. You started yeah. having like Coyote Ugly with, you know, a Hispanic <clears throat> bartender as a lead or uh, Tyra Banks is one of the main bartenders. Like you started yeah. Sex in the City actually had a ton of diverse different characters on and stuff. And like, so the 2000s really is a super underrated era for people being like, yeah, no, we bring in everybody to the party now. Right. Right. They're going to be in your face on TV if you don't like it. And that's care. why that's when everything started taking a turn too. Because if yeah. you remember around that time, that's when Ellen decided that she was going to be gay on her show, not yep. the talk yep. show, but the sitcom. The, the sitcom. And then they canceled it. Yeah. And then, think, and then think, she got her a talk show. And then think <laughs> about this: by then, then by 2016, the whole world went, "Not nah, fuck it, we hate this." Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what a few. <laughs> it was definitely a light switch, wasn't it? It was like, pow. We, got it was like, 15, we were waiting for this yeah, moment. We got right. 15 years, roughly, of people being like, the funny gonna, thing is, like, nobody, like, oh, nobody seems, for whatever reason, nobody seems to remember all these interviews where Trump was like, yeah, I would run for president. And if I was the president, if I was going to run for president, I'd run for Republican. And they were like, well, why would you run Republican? He was like, because they believe anything you say. They go with whatever you got to say, as long as it's sounds good to them they're like yeah and guess what happened yeah turn himself into a <laughs> the problem cult. with politics is that they need to stop this whole party thing but the, the thing is there's never going to be a part a time where there are no parties right because they make more money that way yeah. they're I, not going to give away the money i'll tell you i tell you one thing uh the naacp i uh i reached out to them back in the day in my od ways and I reached to the president of the of that division. Jesus. And had no response to this day. He saw it, he read it, and had no response to this day. And it was in Lima. Jesus I Christ. I spoke it up and I, I reached out. I was like, hey, whatever you can. I cannot mention the name. I don't I'll, I'll mention say the after, name either. But but uh that part but you, uh, and, but because if it was him then we we know it yes. happened yeah it was, okay, it was so right it, so it was him okay yeah happen. so so and then and then and then second thing i want to say later, Chris. second thing i want to say before i segue uh the one well, hold on. The one 
before you segue, keep talking. I'll be right back in like two oh, minutes. Well, okay? before you before you go, okay. one thing I want to say before we segue is the one thing that Trump and I have in common. We grab pussies. Okay, Chris, we can go. Grab uh, <laughs> All day. Oh shit. All day. Oh. Yeah, but so, all right. I'll be right back. So Chris is gonna head out. We're gonna end this episode. We will see you in episode two where we have our first ever draft. Hell yeah, I want it all. I ain't really trying to play. Ignoring every call if it ain't about the pay. So I really got a ball. Coach put me in the game. Ever since I got involved.